of those beautiful hands and just worship Him. Reverence the presence of the Lord that is in our midst tonight. For the word of God to do you good and for the glory of God to be manifested in your life, you must acknowledge that He's here. Give Him worship. Lift up your hands and bless His name. Tell Him He's faithful. Tell Him He's the healer. Tell Him He's your helper. It means you can never be defeated in life. He's a greater one inside of you. Father, we worship you. Holy Spirit, we worship you. The Holy Spirit is the one that brings God's divine presence to us. I want us to consciously worship Him tonight. Worship the person of the Holy Spirit. And tell Him, Holy Spirit, welcome. I'm here to receive from you. I'm here to receive the word for me. Precious Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You're welcome in this place. We are welcome. We welcome you. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. tonight you're not going back with that sickness because the healing power of God is at work in this place let your heart and mind be open to receive we welcome you Holy Spirit let's take that song again we can do nothing without you Holy Spirit you we can do nothing without you we welcome you Holy Spirit Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. Can you lift up your hands and close your eyes? acknowledge your presence in this place we thank you for the presence of God that you have brought to us tonight thank you because you are a teacher you're going to teach us tonight thank you because you are a helper you're going to help many out of situations tonight 
Thank you because you're going to take from the Father and deliver it to us. And questions will be answered. We worship you. For our lives have been changed because of you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We adore you. Our hearts and minds are open to receive your word with gladness. We declare in the name of Jesus that these words fall on the good ground on everyone's hearts. In the name of Jesus. And it's producing fruits in thirties, in sixties, and in hundredfold. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Hallelujah. Can we lift up our Bibles? Thank you so much, chosen verse. God bless you. Can we appreciate the choir? Thank you so much. Let's lift up our Bibles and take our affirmation. Just say after me, this is my Bible. It is God's inerrant and unchanging word. It is my most valuable earthly possession. A lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I hide these words in my heart that I may not sin against God. The Bible is God talking to me personally. I therefore listen to it carefully and do it fully. And I internalize it in my life by doing these four things. Know it in my head by diligent study. Store it in my heart by memorization and meditation. Show it in my life by doing his teachings. And sow it in my world by being a witness. Hereafter, I will never be the same. Never, never, never. In the name of Jesus, for his honor and glory, both now and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Can you greet someone to your left, to your right, very warmly? Welcome them to church and majestically take your seat. Praise the Lord. I want to thank my beloved and amazing husband. Please, I want you to help me appreciate him. I thank God because he's a great encourager. Thank you, sir, for helping my ministry. Praise the Lord. Thank you all for coming. Tonight, my first question to you is, why are you in church? I say this a lot of times, I've said it here before, that we all need to pay attention to the reason we come to church. Otherwise, you would probably think you came to see the person just to your left and to your right. God is an intentional God. Everything that God has said we should do in his word is for a purpose. And the purpose is for your upliftment. Because there's nothing you and I would ever do to add or subtract from God. How many of us agree? You see this, your hands is for praising the Lord. Lift it up high and wave unto the Father. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So every word that has been given to you is for your good. Every word that has been given to you from the word of God is for your upliftment. So the Bible tells us in the book of James, chapter 1 and verse 22, he said, Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Tonight you are in church. The Spirit of God is going to be ministering His word to you through my mouth. Please don't say they are my words. I was not there, sir, when they wrote the scriptures. The way you received it is the way I received it. Praise the Lord. If you are not doers of the word, you will not find the glory in your life, even though you have been given that glory. If you do not take personal responsibility for your spiritual growth, it is not going to happen automatically. Physical growth can be, I mean, can happen, even if a person is drinking Gary 
All right? Granots. It can happen. You don't have to do... You just eat. It, is, it still takes an effort. Spiritual growth requires your attention to the word. Your personal responsibility. And I pray in the name of our Lord Jesus that grace will be released to you tonight to be doers of God's word in Jesus' name. So we've been looking at evident grace, right? And I thought to myself, if you if talk about evident grace, if you talk about grace, it's something that depicts, you know, glory. Do we agree? It depicts glory. You're talking about most people, when you're talking about evident grace this year, what they probably are trusting God for is money. You know? Some other persons can be trusting God for spiritual growth, to manifest spiritual gifts, but you cannot take money out of it. Is it that it's money directly or is to expand in business or, you know, all kinds of things, ideas that you can have to grow your business. So when you're talking about evident grace, it's something that has to do with, you know, there's a person you will see, there are people you will see, or there's a way you expect to look in a, at a certain time, maybe during the course of the year. To be able to say that there's God's evident grace at work in your life. Is that correct? So if you're here right now, or if someone is here struggling with rent, struggling to eat, you probably will be looking at yourself that until you can afford everything that you want to eat, there's no evident grace. So when you're talking about the evident grace of God, it's talking about the, God's benevolence upon your life, divine influence upon your life. So when that influence comes upon your life, it changes your entire life. The Bible says that the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. So you must set the benchmark for the things that you're trusting God for. You want to see change. Don't just come to church and say, evident grace. You go home, evident grace. You come back, evident grace. If the angel appears to you today to ask you what do you want, do you think that if you have not set it before now, you can't respond? One of my brothers um, was taking care of my father some years ago. And then he did something one night and my father blessed him. Oh, my father blessed him so much. He just said amen, went, to, went back to bed. And as he was dozing, he saw the glory of God. Of course, nobody can see God. Nobody has seen God. All right. And the Lord said <laughs> to him, what do you want? He was saying, um, um, I think I want my sister to marry Abby. Um, he said he was doing MMM until the Lord left. That glory lifted. So at every point in time, you must have definite things you want to see happen for you. But those are the expectations that will not be cut short. Praise the Lord. So we are talking tonight about evident grace through fellowship. Somebody say Amen. How the grace of God will be made evident in our lives through fellowship. We're going to read three scriptures. Two, actually, maybe one from two different translations. But for the sake of time, I'll just read one. First Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 9. Please open your Bibles and I hope you're taking notes. Because you're not going to remember everything that's going to be said here tonight. And when you receive words from God, definite words, direction, what seems like answer to your questions, write them down. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 9. It says, God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. You were called unto what? According to this scripture, we're called unto what? 
Praise the Lord. Let's also see 1 John chapter 1 and verse 3. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 3. It says, That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. I want us to understand that when God created man from the beginning, there was something God had in mind. The gospel is not difficult. If you understand the gospel, everything you say will revolve around it. Anything else that is not consistent with what Jesus has done is not the gospel. It may even be in the Bible. If today somebody says to you, go and sacrifice a goat for your upliftment, like a lady was told, one of the Christian ladies in my place of work, she was walking on the road and a man saw her and said, I see glory in you, but there are enemies, so go and buy a ram. Take it to somewhere. The man didn't relate any of those sacrifices to himself. So she called me. I said, what are you sacrificing the ram for? If Jesus already became your Passover lamb, why do you have to make such sacrifices? So when you understand the gospel, everything that you're going to learn from the world, talk about in the world, hear from the world, will revolve around the gospel. Because today, it's not everything in the Old Testament that is applicable to us, but some things are still applicable. Praise the Lord. Now, when God created man from the beginning, I want you to understand when we say man, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about every person. God had something in mind. He said, let us make man. He said, according to our... Praise the Lord. According to our word, after our word, it was only man that was a being that God created that way. Even angels, as powerful as they are, they were not created in the likeness of God. They were not created in the image of God. God wanted a being that would be a free moral agent, a man that would have spirit, soul, body, but to be able to choose to worship God. Angels are not free moral agents. The Bible says that they are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who inherit salvation. So when God created you from the beginning, there was something he had in mind, and it was for man to have fellowship with him as God. So actually, man is like a God-man, you know? He was made God on the earth. So I'm talking about you from beginning, all right? We're made God on the earth. That was God's original plan I'm talking about. And God was God in heaven. So man was meant to reign on this earth. God said to them, have dominion. God told them to have dominion. But there was something that was interesting about that fellowship that God had with man, and that was the fellowship that God had with him. In the cool of the day, the Bible tells us, and God will walk. You know, when they sin, the Bible says they heard the voice of the Lord walking, and God asked them, Adam, where are you? Because they hid themselves. God wanted that fellowship, and that was a fellowship that was lost when Adam and Eve sinned. They were chased out of the presence of God. But today, Jesus came and delivered to us and brought back to our lives that presence of God in the person of the Holy Spirit. So this is to enable you even today to come into that place of fellowship with God. Because of everything God has done, you can fellowship with God. Now, if you are afraid, it's because you don't know the scriptures. There's a fear that comes with the glory of God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I just remember that some years ago I was praying. I want to see the glory. I want to see the glory. Every night I prayed. Every day I prayed. So one night I was praying. And suddenly the hair of my body began to stand. You know, I felt the presence. Ah, 
When I was trying to understand, comprehend what was going on, never took light. Brethren, I walked to her and said, Father, please, another time. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The, the awesomeness that enveloped me. And I have a friend of mine who has also told that story. She, was, she went through some trials and she was crying so much. She was denied some good things because of her faith, because she refused to compromise. And the Lord asked her, what do you want? And she said, Lord, just hug me, just hug me. So in that state, she said, all the hell on her hand began to stand. And this, you know, this awesome presence came. And she became afraid and she said, Father, don't they follow you play? I was joking. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, I also, let me just share this to a man of God whose daughter was not walking. And then he went on a fast. He needed God to give him an answer. On the seventh day of the fast, an angel appeared to him while he was praying. He was praying, intervened. Lord, my daughter must walk. As soon as the angel showed up, the man got up and took off. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And they said the angel dragged him back. I said, if it's me, I will just faint. I said, but why did the angel drag him back? I said, he had to deliver the message. On a particular day, told him, your child will get up and walk. And it happened exactly. God is awesome. You know, in, the, in Mount Sinai, when, you know, God told Moses to call the children of Israel to hear God. When they heard the voice, it was like lightning and thundering. They all left and told Moses, you go and hear him for us and come and tell us. But God has put his spirit within you. So that you can have that deep fellowship with him. So that you can know him one-on-one. -on -one. It is by the spirit of God, the word in the scripture, the scriptures will become life to you and not just letters. It is by the Holy Ghost. There is no Christian today who is going to ignore the Holy Spirit and succeed in life. Jesus said, John 16 verse 7, he said, it is expedient for you that I go. He said, it is for your good that I go. For if I do not go, the Holy Ghost will not come. He said, well, when I go, I will send him to you. The greatest gift you have is the Holy Spirit. I want you to just lift your hands and bless the Lord. Bless him, bless him for this powerful gift. The person of the Holy Spirit that lives in you. The Holy Ghost is not less of a God. He is the one that can give you the ability to come before the Father. And you, and you will know you are with your Father. Now, how do we fellowship with the Holy Spirit? We fellowship with the Holy Spirit. There are ways. If you fellowship with the Holy Spirit... You just woke up and say, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. And you are just talking like it's a wind. You may not get much from that fellowship with God. In fellowshipping with God, there are two things I want to talk about tonight, if time permits us. You have to fellowship with the Holy Spirit through the ministry of the Word of God. The Spirit of God and the Word of God are together. The Bible tells us in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. It says, all scripture is written, is written by the inspiration of God. The Holy Ghost is the author of scripture. So the way that you can have a fruitful life, an evident grace in your life this year is that you must say with the word of God. For you to recognize the voice of God, you have to know the word of God. The Bible says that even, the, even the Lucifer can appear as an angel of light. You know, when the Bible tells us the voice of strangers you will not hear, there are people who call themselves prophets and all kinds of things, right? So if they approach you to tell you things, like the young girl who was told to go sacrifice an animal, she did that because she didn't have revelation of the word. Rather, she considered it because she didn't have revelation of the word. So for you to be able to have a fruitful life with the Holy Spirit that will result in evident grace in your life, you must marry your Bible this year. 
every single person has been given equal time, 24 hours. So if some other persons are doing it, tell yourself you can do it. Tell yourself you can do it. Praise the Lord. You know, after a man is born again, the first thing the Bible says the born again believer should go get is the word. I want to see First Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. The first thing you have after you are born again is the word. That's what God gave you. That's the desire of the spirit for you. He says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the world that you may grow thereby. As newborn babes, the reason many people are not functioning properly is after they got born again, they probably dwelt on anything else apart from the word of God. Praise the Lord. So the word of God is still very important in your life today for you to be able to have evident grace in you. And you know, the Holy Spirit's guidance will always line up with the word of God for you. The Holy Spirit is not going to ask you to do something against the word of God outside his word. So let me go ahead about some, in quotes, spiritual people. After 18 years or 20 years of marriage, one of them came and said, God told him he did not marry his spouse. His spouse is another person who has been married for as long as 18 years. So me, I was asking, what are they going to do? Say they will divorce now, and then they will not marry the original spouse that they were supposed to marry. Praise the Lord. The Holy Ghost does not guide that way. Even if the couple is in error, even if a couple is in error, the Holy Ghost will not tell them, divorce and go and marry somebody else. Praise the Lord. So the Holy Spirit, we always give you guidance to line up with the Word of God. So if you want to know His voice more, then you must fellowship with the Word. Praise the Lord. The Word of God informs you clearly as to the will of God. And as you do that in fellowship, your mindset will be changed. When we also talk about grace, grace is divine influence that brings regeneration of the mind. God can do nothing for you until your mind is changed. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If you are not feeding on the word, the word, of, the word around you will begin to feed you with junks. You want to see evident grace. You have a part to play. You must stay with the word of God today. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit teaches you the word so that the word of God can come alive to you and not just be mere letters. John chapter 6 and verse 63, Jesus said, It is a spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. You know, when the Bible says that through faith, the word of God, you know, God through faith created the world. You know, it is by the faith in God's word, by the rema word of God that you can recreate your world, that you can change circumstances. And this doesn't happen just because, oh, that's what the word of God says. If you separate the Holy Ghost from these things, you will not have the kind of result that you want to see. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit helps you to know the Lord. You cannot fellowship sincerely with the one you do not really know. Alright? And the word of God reveals him. Jesus said in John chapter 5, verse 39b, it says, But the scriptures point to me. The Holy Ghost will help you to know Jesus more and more. The Holy Ghost is here to exalt Jesus in your life. You know, several times I've tried to analyze what are we really doing in church. I think basically there are two things. 
unless something else comes after now, right? I think basically, one is to get souls saved, and two is to get the souls that are saved to be built up. Everything else goes around these two reasons. So the Holy Ghost is here to exhort Jesus in your life. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, I'll read verse 9, verse 9 to 10. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 10. It says, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. He said, but God has revealed them to us through what? Through what? For the Spirit searches, searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Hallelujah. You know, some of you were here on Sunday. We talked about our testimony and I shared my part. It's just buttressing what the senior pastor taught us on Sunday. The Holy Ghost is the one that can give you the strategies that you need. You may know the word and not know what to do part time. The Holy Ghost is the one that can pull out the word that you need for a situation. So you have to be in fellowship with him to be able to decode his voice, to be able to understand his leadings, to be able to understand his guidance. We prayed on Sunday for eyes that see, ears that hear, heart that understand. If you don't know the Holy Ghost, you will not know when you are making an error. So the greatest thing you can do for yourself in this year of evident grace is to come into fellowship with the Holy Spirit through the ministry of the Word of God. Praise the Lord. Because there are many things that God has, you know, kept and planned out for you. There, there are purposes of God for each of us seated here today. There are things that God has predestined from the beginning. That, and not many people are walking in it. Now, when you understand the word, it will, you will definitely pray correctly. Many people are just praying. I was asking this senior pastor one day. I said, when I see people who are praying, there was a time I saw somebody pray with so much fervency. He was praying. Were the prayer meeting together? For whatever reason, I focused on him. So me, sir, I was not minding my business. I was listening to him. Then I went close to hear what, when I heard what he was praying. Inside that, he said prayer. I just started laughing. There are things that you have already in Christ. If you don't know them, you'll be praying and asking for them. Praise the Lord. So the second way you can fellowship with the Holy Ghost in this year of evident grace is by prayer. Is by prayer. The first one is the word, the ministry of the word. And the second is by prayer. Prayer is something you do to make it consistent for God to intervene in your life. I've heard people who say God is the Almighty. He doesn't allow things to happen. God is not the one running the earth, brethren. Until you pray, God will not intervene in your life. And the Bible says in John 15 verse 7, let's read John 15 verse 7. It says, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you. Can we read the rest together? And it shall be done unto you. So if there are things you've been asking God, they are not done. Go and find out what the word says. Ask the Holy Ghost to help you locate the words. Luke 18 verse 1 says, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Prayer engages God. And knowing what the word of God says about your situation, knowing what the word of God says about your life, we help you pray more correctly. He said, if my words abide in you, you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done. Those things you are asking God for, what scripture have you found for them? You want to marry, what scripture have you found for them? 
we all, most of us, or if not everybody, we're praying for Nigeria. What scripture have you found for Nigeria? I hear Christians who say, um, some things are not going to happen because this people are in charge. It's because they don't know what the scriptures, what the scriptures say. You don't know that you carry authority. You don't know that he has made you kings and priests and you must exercise authority. The Bible says where the word of a king is, there is what? Power. You have to come into the place of fellowship this year. You see, when you are not in fellowship, but when a person is not in fellowship, that's why they will just pray anyhow and their lives are not changed. See, God is most interested in our lives changing than in answering those prayers that you're asking for. God is interested in the change in your life. Praise the Lord. Okay, this was the scripture I was looking for before. Psalm 115, verse 16. It says, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in Ephesians 1.3, Ephesians 1.3 says, We have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. If you are not given to prayer, those blessings may never manifest on the earth. Because... We are citizens of heaven according to the scripture, but we are not sitting in heaven right now. So you need those blessings to come down on the earth. You must engage the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Ghost is the one that will give you strategy. Like I shared on Sunday, I had been praying, Lord, I want to marry. Give me a husband. Your word says, your word says. When I began to pay attention, I saw that the Holy Ghost began to lead. There was something that I skipped on Sunday. There was a time I knew that these were attacks of hell. A task from hell. Each time somebody came and wanted to marry me, I will have a dream where I will see some people that will come and cut my hair. My hair that will be so long, they will cut it down. So they cut it down again. I got up and said, why has this dream continued? And the Holy Ghost told me, take a three-day fast. Because what we did not say, how did we know we're supposed to get married? All right? He told me, take a three-day fast. Three days, I knew what it meant. No food, no, I just went on. It took over a year. Again, for the manifestation. When it was time for me to meet him, and I started seeing that my hair grew back. So firstly, I knew something was in the horizon, all right? So when I saw him, I was making shakara, like, me, I'm taking my mind off. Let me just be serving the Lord. They're arranging me to marry this man. I'm not interested, though. When we're relating and talking about something, so he was going to help me with something on my phone. As his hand touched my own hand, palm here, eh? It's just like somebody did like this. Wow. That's him. Ah. I started looking at see this man. Ah. A quite bomb. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Prayer is good. But allow the Holy Ghost to lead you in prayer. The Bible tells us that when Jesus prayed, Mount Gethsemane, he said, the, the, his, his countenance was altered. He was transfigured. There are transfigurations that take place when your heart is poured out to God in prayer by the Holy Spirit. I usually tell people, all those prayer people are praying, it will not lead you anywhere. It's because, not because the Bible says you must close your eyes when you are praying, but because the eyes would, can distract you. You know, when you are praying and you are looking around, you will see everything else instead of focusing on the prayer. James 5.16b tells us, it said, and the earnest, the earnest prayer of the righteous, the earnest heartfelt prayer. Your prayer cannot be heartfelt. You're praying like, of course, there are times when you have stayed long, when you have stayed long, like when we have our seven, six hours speaking mysteries. 
You can open your eyes because me, sometimes when I'm praying long like that, no matter how I'm shouting, if I close my eyes, I will sleep where I'm standing. Praise the Lord. But it shouldn't be like every single prayer you are praying, your eyes are open, you are looking around the church. Concentrate and know that at some point there are transfigurations that happen in your heart, in your life, in your spirit. Praise the Lord. The way to pray effectively is by the Holy Ghost. Romans chapter 8, 26 to 27. Romans 8, 26 to 27. He says, I'll read from the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. It says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. Hallelujah. And the Father who knows all hearts, knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. Praise the Lord. Some years ago, one of my sisters was involved in an accident. And they told us, oh, she had a bike accident. I didn't know how severe it was. I was in the office the next day. They are taking her to the hospital. And suddenly I felt the urge to go and pray. So I left the office and I went to a church nearby. As I hit my knee, because I didn't know what to pray about. I didn't know what to pray about. As I hit my knees on the floor, the Holy Ghost took over. And I saw the groaning. And I saw myself praying to bring her out of the grave. She was almost gone. Because she had a, 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 a car hit her when she was on the bike. Broke the two bones on her leg. You know, and she was bleeding internally. She was in ICU by the divine grace of God. Because the first hospital they took her didn't have intensive care units. Until they moved her, she was gasping for breath. God brought her out. When they said, when would they do surgery? The doctor said, pray that she survives. And brethren, she survived. Hallelujah. When you allow the Holy Ghost to take a hold of your spirit in prayer, you will have many evident graces in your life this year. Because there are many things that have been given in Christ. We are not supposed to be beggars. We are not victims. No, we are victors. He has made you a victor in this life. It doesn't mean that when you are a victor, you don't have challenges. They will confront you. But the Bible says, by the Spirit of God, even mountains melt. Praise the Lord. Valleys are filled. Crooked paths are made straight and rough paths are made plain. But if you are not walking with the Holy Ghost, you can likely miss all of these things. The Holy Ghost is here to reveal to you the purpose of God for your life this year. How your life can manifest evident grace. You must come into the place of fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You know, for some people who may be struggling in the place of, in the place of prayer, the speaking misery is a time you, take, you should take advantage of. There's no break in the realm of the Spirit, whether you like it or not. The demons that are attacking you, they want to kill you. You have to know it. You know, they will say no this and no peace. Some of some believers who are playing around with demons, playing around with Satan, they are just being careless and they are just being foolish. They are not wise. Because if you know what transpires in the realm of the spirit, there are things you will not be caught doing. You will not even catch yourself doing. You will decide for yourself to personally take on the responsibility for your life to improve this year. There's no plan you have for your life that will be as good as God's plans for you. There is no plan. Some people are afraid to ask God if they should jackpa because they don't want God to tell them to remain in Nigeria. Brethren, pray. Let's not forget Lot. How he chose a place that was green. You know, 
Everywhere was green, looking beautiful. Brethren, pray. We are not meant to be everywhere. Praise the Lord. So I want you to tell yourself that this year, you will take on the personal responsibility for your Christian growth. You will pay attention to the word of God. You will pay attention to the Holy Spirit through the word. You will pay attention to the Holy Spirit through prayer. You will give yourself to prayer. I told somebody one day who said, ah, there are many things stopping her. I said, that thing that is trying to stop you. It's also trying to stop me. I think people need to understand that. Anybody doing it, is also, the enemy is also trying to stop them. Maybe even bigger demons are trying to stop me, self. All right? So never pay attention to the enemy, to the adversary. The greater one lives in you. If you pay attention to the Holy Ghost, between, from, you know, the, the answer that you need, between where you are now and where you have to be, it will reveal them to you. But the Bible says, He searches the deep things of God. And he will reveal the things that God has for you this year of evident grace. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed? Can we be on our feet and just pray in tongues with our hands lifted? Bless the Holy Spirit. I want you to worship him for his ministry in your life. There's nothing that he cannot do. Even if you have to go through a trial like Jesus did, you know, he's the one that gives you grace and ability. I want you to pray. Please open your mouth and pray. Let the living lift up your voice. This is why you must speak in tongues so much this year. Because you move from the known to the unknown. This is why you must give yourself to praying in tongues this year. It is your year of evident grace. And 2023, you will see manifest in all areas of your life. Lift your voice, close your eyes, lift up your hands and just magnify him. Holy Spirit, you are a teacher. Let the grace fall. Let the grace be poured out. Let the grace be poured out. The grace to stay in fellowship. The grace for men to hear you wake them up at night. The grace to hear your voice. To decode your voice, to receive the instruction of the Spirit. Anyone that is in error right now, by the mercy of God, let the correction that you need come to you right now. Those that are planning to make investment that will not come out right, I pray that the mercy of God will locate you right now. The Holy Ghost will reach you. He is called the omnipotent Father of mercy and grace. Oh, you are the greater one inside of us. Oh, 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 Father, we give you the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Now, if you're here and you're not born again, whether you're in the congregation or you're watching online, you know, whether you're ready or not, Christ is coming for a church. Christ is coming for a church that is without spot and without wrinkle. If you need to rededicate your heart to Christ, you know, I would like to lead you in the prayer of salvation. 
And as you just say this after me, say, Oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart, the Lord Jesus, I believe that he died for me, he was buried for me, and he was raised again from the dead for my justification. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Now I am born again. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. So I pray for you today, anyone who's made that prayer. I bless you with God's words. I bless you with God's spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, thank you. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Please, if you have prayed that prayer, whether you're here or you're online, I'd like you to call one of the numbers here. And if you're here, you can wait to see Pastor Fidelis. The greatest decision you can ever make in your life is coming to know the Lord. Because there's no life outside Him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are done. Praise God. We are going to pray again. If you have questions, I would like to take questions right now. Any questions? Is there something you want us to clarify? We are going to continue this teaching as the Lord permits sometime in February. Because there are other parts that we are going to talk about. There is no question. Now worship Him. We hail you, Kayebaha. We worship you. We hail you, Most High. Can somebody join me? Lift your voice and heart and worship Him. There is no God like you. Bakrano Shabali Gadasya. that the healing anointing will rest upon every sick person here tonight. Let the healing anointing rest upon everyone that is sick. Let the healing anointing rest upon your sick finances, your sick marriage, your sick business in the name of Jesus. expectation forms maybe those expectations there is something that God would have loved that you wrote there you didn't write it if he didn't tell you before you have got it now I want you to talk to God about it tell the Lord some people will write about car about the physical things but when you and I align with God those things will naturally come how many of you have asked for spiritual gifts God is still looking for people how many of you have asked for grace to worship how many of you have asked for the spirit of prayer? So ask the Lord tonight that the grace be released into your life. The grace to worship. 
the grace to walk in the world, the grace of fellowship. We cannot be wrong. The Bible says he knows the hearts of men. I want you to tell God, anyone whose intention is wicked will not get there. We forbid them. He said, whatsoever two of you shall agree on earth shall be agreed in heaven. Anyone who wants to take Nigeria back, those who want to keep plundering the nation, we as a God will fight over Nigeria with godly jealousy. We as a God will arise. We as a God will remove the stumbling blocks. God knows them. Unleash your power. He said, You have received power. You have received, shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Declare that we face changes by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the city of political zones, we come against every form of crisis. Oh, Labos, Santa Calibaba, Mato Precate, Jalecateria Dosa. Jesus is Lord of Nigeria. Jesus is Lord. Marrecade, Sariandos, Meco Paracados Kepate. Lord of us, fight over Nigeria. We got the jealousy. Matea, Eco Banido, let those who are plundered be plundered. Let those who are plundering, who are being plundering, be plundered. Let those who have had men captive go into captivity. In the name of our Lord Jesus, let them go into captivity. Father, we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. When we hear of some monies passing round hands, I'm just wondering. Praise the Lord. Our prayers are answered. Father, we give you the glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bible says, not by might, nor by power, but my spirit, see the Lord. Holy Ghost, thank you for ushering every one of us into a new dimension of walk with you. We bless you, Lord. Reveal Jesus to everyone that is here tonight. Reveal Jesus to every one member of the families of the members of the Father's house church who is not born again. Give them encounter. Give them encounters. We bless you. We magnify you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Can somebody make a joyful sound unto the God of God's 
Hallelujah. 